This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, yes, yes. Thursday morning. Taz Bruce with you right here. CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocky Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. You've got uh, Shep, Mike, Pete across the way, Andrew, with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time. We go three hours uh, to take you on your journey. Series and XM206, the app as well. Um, and the number to call, 855-212-4227. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Uh, good, good. Looking forward to moose. Later on, we got Aaron Murray on. Uh, talk a little college football and CBS Sports. College football analyst. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it'll be a, he's a good spot. And... Uh, in the AAF, right? For a little bit, was uh, he in the AAF? Yes, I, I he thought he, he was. I think he was. Yeah, uh, I think he was in the AAF. He was AAF. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll chat with the uh, former Georgia Bulldog star, now current uh, analyst, as you just mentioned, and, and talk a little college football with him. So, uh, look forward to that conversation. That'll come your way in the uh, third and final hour as we get it going a little bit. Baseball, as uh, now the two wild card games are in the rearview mirror. We. Uh, we certainly discussed a lot about uh, the Nats' comeback uh, victory against the Milwaukee Brewers on Tuesday night where there was a lot to get into. And, you know, last night was kind of like a yeoman regular season kind of performance by the Tampa Bay Rays as they go on the road. They jump out early. Diaz with a couple of blasts in the first three innings. Uh, the pitching was good enough. They stymied that athletic offense. The Rays go on to the 5-1 victory. Not a lot of drama, not a, a you know a play to break down, an inning to break down. I mean, it really wasn't. Um, pretty much, I, I never got the sense when, um, you know, when when the Rays jumped out on top at one point in time, it was 4-1, Taz. I never got a sense or 4 nothing. I never got a sense that the Oakland Athletics really were going to get themselves back into it. Uh, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, for me, the best part of this game were the A's wearing those Kelly Green uniforms. Yeah, That's they were what, great. They're cool. That's, that's yeah. kind of I, I, I don't know if they I know they have a couple different throwback uniforms. Usually they wear the darker green, but, but yeah, no, those were cool. But otherwise, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, and, and you know. I guess picking wild card games is not in my future because I, I was wrong two days in a row. So yeah, I, thought, I thought the athletics yeah, would be much better. Listen, Manaya struggled, uh, you know, for the Oakland Athletics. You know, only giving you two innings of work, and then you're getting into that bullpen, that athletic bullpen. Now has been a good this year statistically as it was last year, Taz. And you know, for the A's, once again, a, another very, very good regular season here for Billy Bean, where the team came comes up short. Um, you know, whether it be the divisional series, whether it be a wild card game. You know, they've had some dastardly losses here in the postseason in recent memory. Uh, you know, 2015, remember on the road, I believe it was Kansas City leading that game, and the Royals come rolling back. Um, you know, but last night was not the case. You, you got all the sense, you know, Mort was very good starting out. You know, they got the home runs early. Manaya struggled. Um, and then the A's offense really couldn't get themselves going in front of what was a pretty good crowd out there at the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good crowd. And those people were dialed in. They were locked in. You could tell. I mean, it was an early start for them, too. I believe it was probably 5 p.m. Pacific. It was the game started 8 Eastern. That's three hours, yeah. Yep. So it was an you know, early start. But those folks out there, sports fans out in the West Coast, they're kind of used to getting things going a little early. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, and then they were they were primed and pumped. I mean, you know, watching the first few innings, I'm like, wow, all right. And the Rays came out not playing around. They score, uh, they score, they get the home run in the first. They get a run in the first inning, two runs in the second inning, uh, another run in the third inning, and it was like the, the first two innings, the A's were just shut out. So yeah, it was just it just, and then it was flat. The game was just flat all the way to the end. So it was really nothing. You're right. It just was not exciting. I don't think it was a great night for, for Major League Baseball. And usually wild card games would have a little bit more excitement to them. This didn't have it, unlike the night before. Yeah, unlike the night before. But, I, I you know, and you're not wrong. I mean, the game didn't really grab any anybody's attention uh, or have you locked in late in the game for any kind of eighth or ninth inning dramatics task. But uh, what it did home, hammer home for me is, you know, just how good that Rays franchise is uh, with the way they go about doing it. Uh, they're not spending a ton of, mon- a ton of money. Uh, you know, they've got guys in there that, that know how to find young talent and develop young talent to fit the system. We know that there's not a great fan base down there in Tampa. We know that they don't play in a state-of-the-art stadium that people are kind of all jealous about. Everyone thinks the trop down there is an absolute dump. Um, and one of the worst baseball stadiums that are in Major League Baseball, Taz, and they find themselves find their way to be competitive every single year for the most part. I mean, they've had a little bit of a drop-off. They even lose a manager like Madden, who goes on to the Chicago right. Cubs, right. and yeah. who do they replace him with? I mean, you got Kevin Cash now in that dugout, and Kevin Cash is a hell of a young manager, you know, a former catcher in Major League Baseball. You know, w- watching that game last night, I, I was kind of thinking about just how well-run that Rays franchise is. Um, and... Maybe it's because there isn't a great fan base that they're able to go about it and do it the way that they do it. Taz, they don't, uh, they don't can't put it be put in a position to spend a lot of money to make up for mistakes, but they don't seem to make a lot of personnel mistakes. Uh, I'm not saying every year they're going to the divisional series, but they are a competitive team more often than not. Right? No, I agree with everything you just said, and I also think part of it might come from. Obviously, over time, and, and being in the in the AL East, I think is something when you have to deal with the Yankees on a regular basis. Yeah, good point. I think that's something. Also, the Red Sox. I know Red Sox did not have a great squad this year, but prototypically they do. So, you know, if you're in a conference, you know, if you're in the the, in the American League East and you've got to deal with a couple of teams like the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox, yeah, of course, the Orioles stunk this year and, and, and Blue Jays were not good either. But I'm just saying, having those two, two legacied Brands like the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox, right? That you got to play them all the time. That that would definitely put put some pressure on you to to play well and to run your organization the right way. Yeah, and then on the other side, Taz, you look at the Oakland Athletics, who've had a lot of great regular season success, right? And Billy Bean, and they've done just the same thing. But it almost seems like the Rays are just better at it, right? Yeah. Or yeah, their I players agree. are better at it when it comes right. down to uh, to pressure or October because. Oakland seems to find them, and I'm not saying every year they're in the playoffs, they're not, but they've they've had a pretty good run here, um, and they've got a good young group of, of players, but I never get a sense that they're going to come through when it counts the mm-hmm. most, and last night was kind of a, a meek night for that lo- lineup offensively, and just another example of a team, and we talk about playing in the wild card game, Taz, all it got Oakland was an, ex- an extra nine innings of home baseball, right? So yeah, they played yeah, 163. Teams that got eliminated played 162. I understand the playoffs are the playoffs. Guys are celebrating. But, I mean, that's a massive disappointment for an Oakland team that, I'll be honest with you, I think the Houston Astros are probably smiling the fact that the Tampa Bay Rays won that game and not the Oakland Athletics because the Athletics played the A Astros very, very well during the regular season. Oh, absolutely. So you're happy if the Rays could eliminate the, the, the Oakland uh, if the Rays could eliminate the Oakland A's. That kind of rhymes. Yeah. If you're, if you're the Strohs. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, good point.
Yeah, and, and so you look at it now, this scenario here moving forward for Major League Baseball, now you got the, you know, all the, uh, you know, the divisional series are set. In the National League, uh, you're going to have the Nats and you're going to have the Dodgers, you're going to have the Cardinals and Braves, which was set already. In the American League, you got the Yankees and the Twins, uh, and now you have the other series with the Astros, the uh, uh, team with the best record in Major League Baseball in the American League. Uh, they're going to be taking on uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays here moving forward. And for Major League Baseball, Taz, I... You know, what you hope is you get more of what you saw on Tuesday night as compared to what you saw on Wednesday night. Yeah, and I think that's going to happen. Quick, I, exciting baseball. Correct. You know, and I think it's going to happen because, you, you know, these are all, all these teams are that are, you know, that come down to this now, it's, they're the best of the best. And, and I don't think no one could argue as far as the two teams that, that were, they weren't jettisoned into the wild card, uh, out of the wild card game. They earned it. So those two teams. You know, uh, I think fit right in. And I'll tell you, looking at the market sizes of both of them, of all the teams, I should say, is interesting. If you look at the Yankees and the Twins, you know, a massive market in New York against a, I, I wouldn't say Minnesota's a massive market. It's a, it's a little bit of a smaller market, you know, for sure. And and Houston's a very big market against Tampa Bay, which is a smaller market. You know, that's interesting. You got a lot of big market, small market. Atlanta, True. Atlanta, big market. St. Louis, small. You know what I mean? Like L.A., uh, uh, you know, huge market like New York. And then you got the Washington, D.C., which, you know, the, the Nats play. And it's kind of like you're getting a little bit of Baltimore, Delaware, you know, Washington, D.C., you know, so... L.A. is obviously the bigger market, yes. Yeah, yeah in that game. for sure. It's interesting, that, those no, matchups, you're right you know. about that. When you look at it, Taz, and, and obviously that leads you to in terms of, you know, the people, the Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, you know, the executives, Fox, that everyone wants the people watching, right? Right. So, I mean, is there a differentiation between what a good matchup for TV would be as compared to what a good matchup on the field would be? Well, I are think, they one and the same? Uh, I, no, I, I when think... When you look at a World Series matchup. I, I think a World Series matchup, I mean... Me personally, I want to see the two best teams, you know, fist fighting. I don't care what size market they're from, but you know, we talk about that a lot. And 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 these these like you just laid out Fox, for example, like they, you know, any of these big time uh, TV executive programmers programming sports on television, you know, matter if it's ABC, uh, you know, ESPN, ABC, or, or CBS, or, or or Fox, or what have you. Yeah, they uh, or Turner, they all they want the bigger markets because you you it's more awareness. It's a bigger reach you're getting you know you want you want right now if you're if you're fox you want dodgers yankees you want dodgers yankees yeah. there's no doubt about right. it you know and, and at the at the least if not that you want you want houston braves you know what i mean two big mark atlanta's a big market Houston's a big market but it's not new york and la so you know um, I, I think they i think they want to definitely get one of the i mean they'd love to get both i mean i think yankees dodgers would be an absolute dream for for television sure. executives um and that's gonna, get, that might be doable too. Well, that, that might, might be doable, right? Uh, you know, but I, I do think Taz, if you don't get both of them, they're praying for one of them. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Braves Strohs grabs everyone's attention. I'm no, not. I'm not uh, saying that they wouldn't have earned it. I'm talking about on a national audience. I don't think you're going to get people caring about that outside of those bigger marketplaces, or if you cover sports for a living. I, I don't. I don't think Braves Astros. I don't. I don't necessarily think St. Louis Astros grabs the nation's attention. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I think the Yankees um, and Dodgers do. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, that, if you're looking at the teams, yeah, that's the matchup you want. I mean, uh, if you're the TV broadcast, if you're the TV programmers, or if you're MLB. Uh, but I, I will say, I mean, Houston's a, a, like I said, it's a big market. It's a top ten market. It's a, it's a you know. And so is Atlanta. So, the, the, but it's no. I agree with you. It's not the. It's not the vast 
amount of people that will be dialed in that you would have with Yankees-Dodgers. There was no doubt about it. That's that's the one that they want. Yeah, that's you the know? one. And, Taz, I don't know if you're going to get it. Because I, I do think, and you know, you know, we both watch baseball all season long, right? I, yeah. You know, I think, I think the Astros are are an overwhelming favorite to get to the World Series. <clears throat> um, I think with Verlander and with Cole, Mister Three Hundred K, by adding what they did, uh, you know, uh, by going out and adding Zach Greinke at the MLB trade deadline, with the way that that lineup is, the fact that they've had postseason success, the, the fact that you know their bullpen is improved. I mean, they are a, a betting favorite out there in Las Vegas, Taz, uh, and with sports books around the country, whatever state uh, they've got them opened up, like if you head over to the Garden State. <laughs> right. I think deservedly so. I, I think the I think the Astros who've got home field advantage, even if they didn't have it, I think with the way that that staff is set up and with Verlander and Cole at the top, I think they... I think they're going to take a lot. A lot of things are going to have to go wrong for Houston to lose. I do, especially coming out of the American League. I think they're better than the Yankees, and I'm a Yankee fan, right? No, uh, I know. I think, and I think they're. I think they're a better baseball team than the Yankees. I'm not saying it's impossible for them to lose. All I'm saying is, I, I would be surprised if Houston is not in the fall classic. Well, they definitely. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, they, they regular season that you know they were 107 and 55. I mean, 107 wins, 55 losses. Ultra impressive. I mean, ultra impressive. I mean, they, you know, where the Yankees, if we're just you know talking about that, they were 103 wins to 59 losses. So, you know, you're not. Uh, it's not a gigantic difference there by any stretch. But I understand what you're saying that they're pitching and, and with the Astros, the starters. You know, that's yeah. Uh, I mean, do you look at Houston that way? I do. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, mean the way we're you in agreement with Houston, that. I do. I, I, I would, not, and I'm a Met fan. I know it's like I'm not supposed to root for the Yankees, but I, I I'd rather see the the, the Yankees advance into oh, so what's. I. I, know, I know you're a Yankee fan, <laughs> but I mean, most would think, you. well, if this guy's a Met fan, yeah. me, they would rather he'd rather see the, the Houston Astros. I know I'd rather see the Yankees. In, I, I want to see Yankees Dodgers. I do. I do want to see. I agree with you. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I think. I think it would be great east coast west coast i think you know you could do a lot of things creatively uh creatively sure. on on tv uh, creatively on creatively, tv right, if right. i could speak this morning <laughs> um and and you know there's obviously star fans on both sides there's a lot to like in in terms of that matchup taz i don't know if you're gonna get it i mean because if i asked you right now you know the the matchup you know and i've got a little bit of a quirky one right but if i asked you right now who do you think is is you want to see Yankees Dodgers? I want to see Yankees Dodgers. Yeah. Do you think that's the series we get? Um, give me a second. I, I, you know, I do. You I think do. You're gonna I, get Yankees I think you're thinking more Astros Dodgers. No, I, I, well, I'm thinking I'm thinking Astros Nats. Oh, Astros Nats. Yeah, I don't think that. But, yeah, but, yeah, I do like the Nats in the next series against the against the Dodgers for some reason. I, I think the Nats have kind of got this magic carpet ride. Not just that. I thought they were going to win the other night. As someone, when they were trailing, I said they're going to come back and win it late. They did. Mm. Uh, I was surprised when they did because they looked like they were dead as a doornail at the time. So right. I'm not going to go pat myself on the back because I basically said to myself, this game's over. I was dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, How could I have it. been yeah. dead wrong? Yeah, uh, but as I'm going to go a little something quirky, a little something different, and maybe it doesn't happen, but I'm going to go Astros-Nats in, in the World Series and say that the Dodgers fall a little short. They're pitching not as dominant. Um, I'd love to be wrong. I mean, I you know, even if I mean, I'd love to be wrong on the American League side because I want to see the Yankees get in there. I just, I think the Astros are the deserved favorite, and I think it's it's going to take a lot. And I don't know if that Yankee staff is good enough uh, in order to take down Houston, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, no, it will be. I, that's 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 just like I said the other day. This is the the best time to really lock into baseball. You know, once they get into the 
ALDS and NLDS. And, it, you know, it, once you start rolling with that, I mean, I, I love the wild card games. They're great. But they're so quick. They're in and out. Boom, boom. You win, you're in. You lose, you're done. Thanks for coming. But, you know, so right now, yeah, it's definitely a great time to lock in and start following a team if you don't have a team already in it. Like me, I have no dog in the fight. But I want to say this. I would like to see, like I said, the Yankees Dodgers in the World Series. But I will root for the Dodgers. I'm just letting you know that right now. That's just on the record right here well, from everybody. So Yankees, Dodgers, and then you'd root for the Dodgers to, to win the whole kit and I got it. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's it. I understand. It just I, would be a lot. I wouldn't be, be surprised. That doesn't surprise me though. Yeah. No, well, you're a Met fan, right? But you know, someone said, "Well, why would this Met fan even want the Yankees to advance in the Because I'd like to see the Dodgers beat them. But it's interesting. You think that you think that that in. You don't think that the uh, the Dodgers are getting out of that that series with the Mets? So you know, we'll no, see. I could be uh, I could be you wrong. Might be right. You might be I, right. I, you know, I could be wrong. I, I wouldn't bet my life on it. I wouldn't bet a significant amount of money on it either. Uh, right. But uh, I'm, and I think the Dodgers are clearly the best team in the National League. But I'm just going to throw something out there differently. I, I really like this Nat team. Maybe they need to go through all of that pain and disaster hmm. and losing Harper. I mean, it would be so ironic. That the offseason where Bryce Harper decides to go to the Philadelphia Phillies, that the Washington Nationals find themselves in the World Series. <laughs> that would be funny. That would, would be that, funny. Would that, that not be funny? That, that would be funny. As yeah. Harper is, you know, enjoying the millions down in Philadelphia, <laughs> watching Juan Soto and Robles and the Nats <laughs> playing the full classic. That How about wants, that? That Juan Soto. Talk about a young star. Oh 20 God, years old, he's so man. good. Kids beast mode Jones. And that that uh, that NLDS and ALS, ALDS that's five best of five right yeah best, best of five, five yeah correct and, and then the uh, the ALCS NLCS is next two days seven. are great yeah guys yeah. 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 with yeah. games getting going you get the doubleheader today both of the National League yeah. games get going at five o'clock in Atlanta Atlanta and Los Angeles and then tomorrow wall to wall baseball getting going at two o'clock in the afternoon all the way till basically midnight twelve thirty in the morning East Coast time awesome well, four got games you, got you covered all baseball all the time, all the time. Taz. not stop baseball we got you covered right here Taz and the Moose you know that. That's it. Um, who do you like? Does baseball need Yankees, Dodgers in the Fall Classic? Who do you like in the Fall Classic? Who do you think it makes it through the wild card games in the rearview mirror? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Taz Moose, we're going to break, Shep. There you go. CBS this is 16-year MLB veteran Chase Utley, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Well, baseball got us going. Um, certainly the wild card games, rearview mirror, as you saw. The Rays victorious over the athletics last night out in Oakland Alameda Coliseum. Uh, with that and more, here's Bogus. What's going on, Andrew? Taz. Pete, Mike, other Pete, here's your report is sponsored by the NFL Network. We are NFL Network, the place where football and culture collide. It's all here, all day, every day, because there's no such thing as too much football. We are the NFL Network. This keeps happening to the Oakland A's. And the 1-2 on the way, and Marcus swings and misses. This ball game is over. The Tampa Bay Rays with a dominant performance in the wildcard game, and here they come out of the dugout, and... The celebration is on down there between home plate and the pitcher's mound. 
The A's have to taste another disappointing, frustrating defeat in the postseason. Ken Korak on A's Radio. Nine consecutive losses in winner-takes-all games. Six of them coming at home. The A's also 1-15 and 15 with the chance to advance in the postseason since 2000. In last night's AO wildcard game at the Coliseum, they trailed immediately on Yandy Diaz's solo shot off Sean Manaya. The lefty also allowed Avasael Garcia's two-run homer in the second, and then wow. another Diaz solo blast in the third, yeah. and then he was done for the night. Tommy Pham went deep in the fifth off use Merrill Petit, while Charlie Morton and three Rays relievers stymied the A's all night long. A team that clubbed 257 long balls during the regular season, managed just eight singles Left nine on base. Manager Bob Melvin explains. They pitched really well. Thanks, Bob. The Rays now head to Houston. <laughs> Game one with the Astros is tomorrow. Tyler Glass now will oppose Justin Verlander, Blake Snell, and then Morton start games two and three. We get two games today. The Braves and Cardinals in Atlanta, 5 Eastern. The Dodgers and Nationals in L.A. at 8.30. Away from the postseason, Cleveland will pick up its $17.5 million option on righty Corey Kluber who missed most of the season with a broken arm, then an oblique strain, but they will not pick up their $16.5 million option on second baseman Jason Kipnis. There's football tonight as the Seahawks host the Rams. Vikings wide out. Stephon Diggs did not practice yesterday, and not because he's hurt. The absence fueled speculation that Diggs could be, might be, maybe traded soon, but the Vikes have reportedly told an interested team they are not moving Diggs. Jaguars owner Shad Khan said last night, he doesn't want to trade on happy corner Jalen Ramsey. And Saquon Barkley made a surprise return to Giants practice yesterday. He did some running, made some cuts on his high ankle sprain. Head coach Pat Shermer left the door open for Barkley playing this weekend, but that seems highly unlikely. Guys, hockey's back, which means he's back. And Vrana coming down the middle. Chance on the left side. They score! Jacob Vrana on a tip puck in. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, St. Louis. Sean Walton (laughs) off and running on Caps Radio. Washington, a 3-2 win in OT in St. Louis after the Blues raised their Stanley Cup banner and then led 2-0 after just eight minutes. Toronto topped Ottawa 5-3 on two goals from Austin Matthews. The Oilers beat the Canucks 3-2, and San Jose lost in Vegas 4-1. And Tennessee AD Philip Fulmer gave football coach Jeremy Pruitt the dreaded vote of confidence yesterday and then dismissed speculation he could fire Pruitt and then take over as coach. <laughs> Fulmer says the coaching chapter of his life is over. The Vols are 6-10 and 10 under Pruitt, heading towards Saturday's visit from Georgia. So Pruitt be- should put his house up for sale. Didn't he, like, curse out a cop or something this week? I mean, or talk down to somebody? I mean, what a mess. Yes, that is what a, a mess. Guy's back to you. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it, pal. <laughs> Great job. Uh, we talk a lot about the Rays, yes. uh, you know, and... and, and well, well, I love to Tampa. It? Yeah. Deservedly so. Absolutely. Let's talk to Rob. Listen on Radio.com, Moose. Uh, Rob, you're on with Taz Moose. What's going on, Rob? Taz Moose, good morning. How are you, gentlemen? Robbie, how you doing, What's bud? What's up there, Haas? What are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, things are great down here. All right. The Rays... Uh, Rays winning yesterday, you know. I really, you know, I'm a I'm a Tiger fan, so I'm going to be pulling for Ver, pulling for Verlander and the Astros when he got traded. That was that was probably one of the dark days of my baseball career. But I wouldn't sleep on the Rays very. I wouldn't sleep on the Rays due to the fact that they have one of the biggest scouts on their team, Morton. He pitched with those guys. 
He knows all those guys on that roster. He knows their weaknesses. You don't think he's going to be saying, hey, this guy, he can't hit a ball high and outside. Mm. He's going to – I really think this could go five games, but, you know, I'd like to mm. maybe think that it won't. What do you, I just, I'm going to hang up. Oh, you, think, you, think, you think that uh, the Rays could win it in four? You think? No, I think if, if, if anything, it's going to go five games. It may come down to like Verlander and, um, and whatchamacallit, Morton in, in a game five, in a pivotal game five. But if it's in, obviously the game will be in Houston. Yeah. And I know uh, Speakerphone Jones is, I don't know oh. if he's an Astros fan, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to be pulling for the uh, Speakerphone Jones. Astros, it's always nice when fans of the show shout out other fans. Yeah, That's interesting, sure. Rob. Thank you for doing that. Oh, yeah, and the um, Kingsman, too. Uh, uh, you know, this. those guys are uh, pretty, they're pretty Taz and the Moosers, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, you know they're, they're respectable listeners. And uh, Moose, I don't know why you're so down. You were so down on Speakerphone Jones getting into your fantasy football league. Wow. He, I agree with Taz that he's not, he's not a jobber. He, he, he deserves to be a part nice. of the fantasy league and the fact that he promote. I see him tweet. He promotes everything. He does promote like a lot. You guys, like you guys are great. You know, well, I appreciate it, Rob. I appreciate it, Rob. I forget. Was I, was I that down on Speakerphone Jones being a part of the league? Uh... Was I? I don't forget. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's I part remember. of your family there, uh, Mike. I, was Moose? Was I, I, I that down he... on it? Well, I mean, you know, I, I I talked to my son, and he was okay with everything. Yeah, I, I guess maybe I he perceived remember. it that maybe way. Maybe I was. Well, yeah, I yeah, he's done a nice job. I think maybe there's an overview over, like, some of the We Over Nation. I think when this, this show here first started, there was a little bit of a vibe that maybe you weren't crazy about some of them. That could be it. But that's okay. You're human, and I'm human. I, I Hey, listen, I dislike oh, a no. lot more people than you dislike. So. Uh, no, I, I, of course, I know that. Um, exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> if I if I do that, I wholeheartedly apologize. Welcome aboard, Speakerphone Jones. Oh, sincerity, uh, that's the key right there. What's yeah, that? No, sincerity, that's the key. That's yeah, the I mean, I, I don't, I haven't even, that's you know, I'm happy him and Mike are, have a blessed partnership and, and running their fantasy team successfully. All right. Yeah, I might just give speakerphone to do everything. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, I would. I would you just hand him over team the team. Too? Just give him my team too. Hand him over. Could take mine. Yeah, we're all locked in here. <laughs> speakerphone was texting mine. me yesterday on trade ideas. I'm like, uh, bro, whatever you want to do, go yeah. for it. Um, take my team. You could stick it right in the toilet bowl and flush it. You know, okay. Rob, Rob was bringing up the Thursday. the Rays and and uh, you know, hopeful and. Uh, Listen, Rays are not going to be afraid of anybody. Um, and, you know, they've got one of the great, you know, very, very talented young executives in Heim Bloom, who was one of the finalists for the Mets GM job uh, before they went with Brody Van Wagenen last offseason. You got Neander down there as well. Um, and, you know, we, even with so the names changing, um, you know, the results have remained the same. Um, you know, I read a report yesterday where there were some scouts that saying that. If they looked at the teams that you know were playing on the you know, two wild card day, days, they thought the most dangerous team was the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. Uh, you know, based on looking at the pitching that they have, how creative they can be with that lineup, the fact that the offense or the guys in that lineup in the everyday lineup, um, the quality at bats that they're going to give you. So, you know, I'd still be surprised. Listen, you know, I, and I get—I don't think the Rays are going to fold up the tents like a cheap suit. I don't think anything like that. I don't think they're fearful of, at all about going into Houston and taking on the Astros in the next series. I just think the Astros are a better baseball team. Um, and sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work out that way, Taz. And, right, and the, right. the underdog ends up winning, and that's what surprises us all. Sure. I really would be surprised if Houston lost in the divisional round for the Astros. That would be a disaster. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, they're just built. 
to distance the Astros, and it just and that's what this is all about. The postseason is all about depth and distance and 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 longevity, and I do think that's and talent, obviously. But the Astros have that, and I, I you know I think it, I think the Rays will make it exciting, but. No, I don't. If you're an Astros fan, you don't have to sweat the race. I, I, I'm, I'll sleep on them. How about that? I'm good. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and but if and if you're a Rays fan, you've got nothing to lose. No, you, know, of you look at it. I mean, you know, there are teams in these playoffs where they've got little to no pressure on them whatsoever. You know right. the you know the Nats after finally winning on Tuesday night, they're going up against the Dodgers. Are they in a pressurized spot? No, I mean they finally won a playoff game, and you want to call it a series. I mean right. it's not a series; it's a playoff game. But they advanced yeah. to as to the next round of the postseason, which they have, which this current franchise has not done. So you know the Dodgers face a fair amount of pressure because the clock is ticking on their championship window. The Yankees, of course, the pressure is inherent. With the Yankees. I mean, the fan base is dying to try and get that 28th world championship, you know, after coming off a 103-win season. The Astros have got the pressure on them. The Rays aren't a team with pressure. Nobody's expecting the Tampa Bay Rays to beat the Astros, and sometimes that does help a team perform, Taz, because they're able to go on the field. Listen, whether we get swept, if we get it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not like nobody's going to show up. You know, we don't have a great fit, and nobody's expecting us to beat the Astros. So sometimes that does help performance when you have that kind of mindset going into a series. Absolutely, and especially in this particular sport of what they call baseball because it's all about being loose. Normally the looser team, looser players play well. I mean, uh, it's a stressful game as a player when you're in the box. There's a lot of pressure on you. You're on a hill throwing a ball, and you got you know that's nothing but pressure. But that's why you know the better ball players normally are guys that can play loose, and the better skippers, managers are the guys that let players let their hair down and be loose and not play so tight. So I think you make a good point. You know where the Tampa Bay Rays come into this thing against the Astros in the ALDS, where it's like, hey, you know what? Like you just said, we got nothing to lose. Hey, no one's expecting us to beat the Strohs. No problem, man. Let's just go do our thing, have fun, and battle it out. And and next thing you know, that's that's how teams can win. I just don't. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I but, don't think it's going to happen you know, either. But I, I get just, your point. I was just kind of trying to paint a picture yeah, in terms yeah. of how it no, could maybe I, help the Rays. I got Another team it could help, Ted, would be the Twins. Sure. I think that's, now, a, that's another with the Yankees. I sure. mean, going yeah. up against the Yankees. Now, the, the Twins have got the pressure that they never beat the Yankees. Right, right. You know, and they always seem to be in the way. Right. right? It always seems to be the Yankees, Yankees. in the opening right, round. Right. Whenever the Twins have a good year, who's standing in your way? Oh, it's the Yankees, it's the Yankees. again. Right, we got to right, go right. to the Bronx again. Yep, it does, yep. You know, the names have changed. The results have not changed. So sure. they've seen this. Now it's a different group of guys, but... I haven't seen anybody. I mean, literally, and I combed. I was looking combing places. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody pick the Twins outside the Minnesota area to beat the Yankees. Everyone, everyone thinks it's a, a foregone conclusion. The Yankees <laughs> are going to win this series, but the Yankees have got the pressure. Right? You know, Boone, uh, second consecutive year, a hundred plus win manager. Uh, you know, it, it's you know he, he's you know set new records as a as a manager here for the Yankees, which is a great accomplishment for him. Uh, but the Yankees have got all the pressure in the world. Nobody thinks the Twins are being the Yankees. No, I don't. Um, uh, do and, I. and I agree with you. But but you know, uh, I kind of get the overtone of what you're saying. You got if you're Boone and, and the Bronx Bombers, you got to make sure you get too cocky here. You True. know, and and fall asleep on a team that you know. It's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, and that, so that you know, it's a, they won a lot of games. They played well. I mean, so it's like they they finished first in the division for a reason. You know, so you know, yeah, I do think you got to be careful of that. But uh, again, the Yankees are they're, they're Besides their pitching, their bats, their just they're just they 
don't know. They're a power. They're just. They're oh just, yeah, they are. They won the hundred. <laughs> right. They won one hundred and three games. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, look at the home runs. Look at the amount of home runs the Twins hit in right. the regular season as well. I mean, they hit a ton of home runs too. So uh, it's going to be fun. Doubleheader today, both in the National League as those series get going. Then you got a quadruple header on Friday. Early afternoon baseball, uh, late morning out west, uh, but early afternoon baseball here on the East Coast where Taz and I do our show each and every day, and we got all four uh, series um, in action on Friday. We're going to flip the script a little bit, do a little football. we got a BCS for you, Thursday edition of Bench Cut Start. That comes your way next. It's Taz and Moose on this Thursday morning. You know where you're at, CBS Sports Radio. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, RVD. Just want to let you know, you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Certainly is on a Thursday morning as we take you right up until 9, Taz. We got a BCS here coming your way momentarily. Did you see the Kyle Van Noy story? Oh uh, yeah, I did actually. I, I I heard. I know we. I think we have the sound. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Which is, you know, the the whole scenario is a, a little bit strange, is it not? Very. So, very odd. Yeah. So Kyle Van Noy, uh, you know, and I I don't know where the uh, you know uh, the pushback is, right? Uh, but here is Kyle Van Noy. This is courtesy of ninety eight five of the Sports Hub, talking about a comparison uh, made to Rodney Harrison. Take a listen. You're doing the Rodney Harrison uh, role on this team, yeah, man, which no, I give you credit for. Uh, don't don't compare me to him, man. Why? He, That's I, a compliment. Compared to that guy, really? Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm good. He, he yeah. Is there I, something I'm, there? No, 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 no. I'm just I I have nothing against him. I just don't want to be compared. Definitely not to him. There you go. All right. Yeah. Now. That was Van Noy. Now, pro football talk, Mike Florio, right? And uh, uh, tweeted out, took that because uh, the Sports Hub sent that out, right? Yeah. Uh, and said, hey, Kyle, you should get on your knees every night and pray that you'll become half the man Rodney Harrison is. Well, that's I a mean, little much. I mean, that's a nasty statement. That's right. Much. And yeah. then Kyle Van Noy went back at pro football talk saying, dear Mike, I'm pretty happy with the man I am. And tonight, I'll pray for you instead. Um, That's a good comeback. Yes, that is. Uh, And then went on to explain, I play linebacker, so compare me to Brew, Vrabes, Ninko, Willie Mack, or Mayo. Why compare me to a safety or why compare anyone to anyone? All love, nothing but respect for Rodney. So he tried to cut the story off at the knees. Uh, You know, he didn't add much flavor to it, but... I really didn't get a sense it was a positional comparison no. that he was upset about when he was asked that question on 98.5. It seemed like there was mm. something else to that, mm. not comparing him, you know. Not <laughs> well, <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I mean, maybe it's just me, but there seems to be something else there that Kyle Van Noy doesn't want to exactly add more fuel to the fire with. Well, listen, let's be honest. You know, I mean, if you go back, look at history, you know, we've talked about just about uh, Vontez Perfect, about him being players hate him, and, and now he's suspended for the rest of the year because he's a dirty player. You know, and I respect Harrison, the player he was. But, you know, you don't have an amazing rep of players. I mean, because years ago he was known as a dirty player. He had a long history, especially when he was in San Diego. He was a dirty player. That's how they looked at him. That's how players looked at him. Correct. He has that rep. So maybe that's the reason. I don't know. It, it could be. Who knows? Maybe he bumped it. Maybe he met him. Maybe Rodney Harrison was cold to Van Oy. Maybe there was an odd reaction interaction with them. 
Or maybe this might sound crazy, but this could be. Maybe when he said that live on the radio, Vanoy, maybe this might sound nuts, but that's what I thought about. Maybe he confused him with somebody else. Maybe he didn't. It could be. I mean, because otherwise it makes no sense. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get the sense that he he was confused with the, with the player he was being compared to. Um, no. uh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that sense, Taz. Uh, maybe it's the the uh, as you meant, hinted upon. You know, I thought maybe the very fact of uh, the way Rodney Harrison was thought about as a player. Uh, now, it wasn't to the perfect level, but wasn't that far off. Well, that's in what terms I'm saying. Of taking had, shots and, and being yeah. very chippy yeah. and uh, being a guy that didn't have a healthy respect for his fellow player right. in the National Football League at times. Um, I think maybe that's the way that goes about. But, I mean, it could be something completely different. I mean, you know, Taz, I mean, Kyle Van Oy is still a very young man. I mean, he just had his first, I believe, his first child, right? Uh, opening week, he missed the game for the New England Patriots. I believe him and his wife, uh, you know, had their first baby. Um, maybe it's something where it was an interaction. You know, maybe it's a case of Rodney Harrison's not well liked in that, you know, in that Patriot Club. Maybe it's something that he said about Van Oy earlier on as being an analyst yeah. when Van Oy was was no was not a New England Patriot. I I don't know, but it seems to be more than just, hey, uh I'm a linebacker, he's a safety, compare me to other linebackers. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> that's that's a, BS. That yeah. Is, I don't believe that when he said that. That does not pass the but, smell test. No, I feel it, it's it's probably like I said earlier, it's probably because of the rep that Harrison had as a dirty player a little bit early on in his career. It's that um or or, or it could be something that nobody knows about. Like I said, there could have been an odd interaction with them someplace where, you know, he was uh, Van Oy was Pissed off at him for some reason. Who what knows? Year, what know? year, Mike? What year was Van Oy's first year? What year was he drafted? Um, I'll check that out. He's 28 years old now. But I'll so find he's 28 out. years old. So if you go back, I think Rodney Harrison's last year in the NFL was 08. He was on the 07 Patriot team that lost to the Giants <laughs> because he was trying to knock the ball out of uh, David Tyree's hands right. on the miraculous throw. Was 08 Harrison's last year? Well, Van Noy's first year was 2014, so there's definitely not a uh, overlap. Right. So, so Harrison's last year was 08. So you think about it. If you go all the way back to 08, that's 11 years ago. He's 29 years old. You said 28. 28. So he's 17. Mm. Harrison's last year was 17. Was well, Kyle Van Noy? So he was in high school. No, he's in high school. Right. 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 I mean, you know, you know, he's, you know, there's a, a disparity there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Taz, it, it's just a very strange comment. Now. Van Oy did the right thing. He cut the story off at the knees. I mean, right. as best he could on Twitter. Well, and and he's not going to answer any more questions about it. No, and and, and I understand that, but he, he's got to be careful. You're a public figure. You're a pro athlete. You're on a radio show as a guest, you know, which is simulcast on TV. And you, you say something like that, and, you know, you can't blame the host for saying, well, is there more to that? That's no, the host's job. Yeah, That's his sure. job, right. So, I mean, you know, we would do the same thing here. But it's yeah. like it, it was a random thing. Usually you speak about former players and you respect them and their greatness and whatnot. But, and, you know, I've given Rodney Harrison a hard time, like, on social media. I mean, not directly at him. Like, I'll say something on here because I feel like on the NBC show, he's definitely loves the Patriots. He's always raising, you know, waving the Brady and the Belichick flag. Lately, he's backed off. Last year, a little bit, he backed off for that a little bit. But he did come off like a homer a lot for the Pats. And, and I hate that. Not just because it's the Pats, just because it's just you can't do that. Uh, when you get the money these guys get as, as broadcasters analyzing games and uh, standing there. But you know what? The Van Oy thing was definitely, uh, 
If it's a, if he's telling the truth, which I doubt he is, that well, I'm a linebacker. This guy's a D back. He's a safety. You shouldn't compare us. No, that's it, not how he said right. it. He, it he's had no, disdain in his voice. It didn't come across that way. And and Florio's tweet was uh, just that was wrong. Well, it's just downright nasty. Yeah, it's I mean wrong. that's a nasty comment. All right, let's get to a little BCS. It's now time to bench, cut, or start with Taz and the Moose. Bench, cut, start. 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 All right, Taz, best team out west right now, right? Best bench, cut, start. 49ers, Rams, Seahawks can go a lot of different ways in this one. Jimmy G and the Niners, the Rams coming off a disastrous loss last week at home to Tampa Bay, or the Seattle Seahawks. BCS. You want to go first? Or yeah, you I'll make? go first. That's okay. fine. Whatever. Um, all right. right. <laughs> NFC West. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, NFC West. So I'm going to bench the 49ers. I'm yeah. going to cut the Seahawks. I'm going to start the Rams. I'm going to bench the 49ers. I understand Jimmy G's playing better. I got it and all that. I'm still not completely locked into them. Um, I, I, I'm starting the Rams because I, I believe in what they are and the depth of star power they have. And I like Goff as a quarterback. He just laid out how this past week it was a disaster for sure. A shocking disaster um, in their loss at home to the Bucks. But... I'm, I'm all in on, on the Rams. Um, I believe they are as advertised. I believe they are legit. So I'm going to definitely start them. Cut the Seahawks. I mean, I don't know. There's just something not there for me with the Seahawks. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I mean, Russell Wilson, definitely great. You know, he's, and it looks like he's having a pretty decent year already. I mean, he's a reliable star, and there's no doubt about it. What, they're 3-1 they're and one like the Rams are, I believe. So they're both 3-1. and one. You know, uh, as far as the Rams and the Hawks, and 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 I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm comfortable starting the Rams, so I'm gonna bench the 49ers, cut the Seahawks, start the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Um, uh, yeah, we're we're kind of we're sharing a brain a little bit on uh, the starter, um, and a little bit of differentiation. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm going to bench the Seahawks uh, at three and one. You know, learn my lesson a year ago as they got better as the season goes along. That's a hell of a coaching staff. Carroll does a remarkable job. You're right about the deficiencies of the team, and certainly defensively, they're not nearly what they once were. But last year, they got better and better as the season goes along. You know, I'll I believe that'll be the case once again this year. Learning my lesson from a year ago, I'm going to cut the 49ers. Even though they're three and zero, they're coming off the bye week. Garoppolo has looked good. The Shanahan's done a nice job coaching the team. They've got the running back by committee. You know, I, I, I like some of the weapons they have offensively as well. Uh, I got to see Garoppolo stay healthy the entire year. Um, I, you know, and and he's not been able to do that as an NFL quarterback. So, you know, it's hard for me to believe in San Francisco when I don't know if I believe that Jimmy G can hold up for the entire season. And I need to see a little bit more from the 49ers. And I'll start the Rams. Listen, I can't explain it. I, you know, I, I can't explain why they got lit up the way that they did against Tampa Bay. Yeah. That defense was just dreadful. And there was no adjustment. By Wade Phillips as the game did go along. Offensively, though, I mean, Goff did throw the ball well. He threw a lot, uh, but he did throw the ball well uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still think they're the best team out west. So uh, I'm going to bench the Seahawks. I'm going to cut the Niners, uh, the undefeated Niners, and start the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be interesting, too, to see with the Niners, as you said, coming off that bye week, and they're going to play the Browns on Monday night. Be a good uh, game. They're going to be a good game. And they're, playing, and they're hosting the Browns. So 
you know, you got Miles Garrett there at defensive end, rush end, outside back, whatever you want to call him, and that will put some pressure on you. So it will be a good game. See how Jimmy G plays in that game. But, you know, they've scored some points, the Niners. They have. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they're undefeated. Yeah. All you can beat yeah. is the teams that are on the schedule. Um, you know, and, and we'll see. And, and that'll be a great game, a fun one on Monday night. Mike, what do you got? All right, real quickly for me, starting Seattle, benching the Rams, and cutting the 49ers. I still believe that uh, Seahawks have the best coach-QB combo. And for me, the way they're playing right now, I like them to start the Seahawks. All right, uh, Pete, Shep, that combination. What do you I'm got? I'm going with I'm going with you, Moose. Uh, the Rams are the team to beat until someone beats them. All right, I could have sworn I said that, but you can go with Moose. That's fine. And what about benching and cutting? Who do you? It's unbelievable. I'm going to go with Moose. And when you bench, cut, start. There's all, there's all that things here, Pete. What? Benching the Seahawks. Oh, benching the Seahawks. Cutting so okay. Oh, we're gonna have a problem during the break. Benching you and I, the Seahawks, you cutting the Niners, okay. and so Pete and I are in agreement. I'm gonna get you. You and Shep did a nice job there. Well done. <laughs> We'll come back. The future of Stefan Diggs in Minnesota will explain. Could they maybe trade the talented wide receiver? We'll get on that bandwagon. We'll get into that story. We'll do it next. Taz and Moose on a Thursday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 